Hi, this is Ya, and I'm here to talk with the Enrons about your new favorite song movie. I'm in love with a movie. Wanna see me on a big screen? I don't wanna be a groupie. I wanna be the star. Hello, and welcome to your new favorite song a podcast brought to you by the Enrons, where each week we will feature a recently released song from an independent artist. My name is Bernard Ennis, and I'll be your host. Today, I'll be speaking to Ya about her song, Movie. Hello, Ya. Hi, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you this evening? Very good. Okay, so before the interview, I send the guest a list of questions from which they can select three for me to ask them at the beginning of the show in order to get to know them better. So here is the first question for Ya. The zombie apocalypse is coming. Who are three people that you want on your team? I'm not sure if I would even have people. I don't really trust anyone. No? No, I might just stay by myself. You might just stay on your own and just let everybody uh, get eaten by the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> There's really nobody you would trust to... to My family. Your... your? My family. Your family, yeah. And your family, are they living close to you because you don't live in... You're from Russia? I'm from Russia, but I live in Spain. Okay, and do you live in Spain with your family or do they... All... Yeah, well, part of my family, the closest family yeah, in Spain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. So, you know, if the zombie apocalypse breaks out, then at least they're close yeah. enough, you know, that you don't have to, 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 to cross half of Europe to get there. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, the next question. If you had one day to live over again, what day would you pick? Um, it depends. I mean, I would like to relive my birth, but I'd like to witness it. If I could have my consciousness mm -hmm. at my birth, I'd like to see how I was brought out into the world. Okay, so you'd say to consciously experience yeah. being born. Yeah. That sounds like a really cool idea. Yeah, I like that. I like that idea. It's like, uh, yeah, the first mem, the first memory of your life, or the first moment of your life, not even there to, to experience it. And how does that? I mean, does that fit in also with this idea that you know you kind of feel uh, isolated? Say uh, there's nobody you trust, or you feel on your own. So you'd like to kind of see yourself coming out into the world. Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure. What? How do you mean? Well, it, it's funny because you said uh, the zombie apocalypse is coming, and you wouldn't trust anybody, but you'd want to go back and see your own birth. So, what's the? Uh, why is that so particularly important? Um, even, even seeing my own birth, me choosing a day of seeing my own birth, kind of shows that the interest is on me and my birth. Yeah. 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 And it doesn't really relate to anybody else. It's, uh, it's 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 about your connection with yourself in your own life. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Mem if a member of family comes into the room, which website did you click away from? All of them. All of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to see anything. Okay. And what would what would there be uh, on there that you wouldn't want them to see? Well, I wouldn't want to say it, would I? <laughs> oh right so you wouldn't want them to see anything so I mean if I get the uh, uh, 
the sort of the line through the questions is you're quite uh, a loner or you're uh, a private, very private person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how does that fit with the music that you've uh, put out? Because uh, putting it music is the complete opposite of being private. Hmm. I guess so, but it feels like a need. I feel like I have to release it into the world. Otherwise, I can't rest. Okay, and and um, if you release it into the world, then so surely other people are going to see it. So, aren't you worried that they might have some comment or? No, not at all. No, I'm very no. <laughs> no. No. So, you're... half of the music I make, I'm fully confident in. So, if someone comments anything, it doesn't really matter. And the rest, it criticism doesn't really hurt me. Uh, well, I don't. I, I mean, I don't mean criticism. But when you were creating music, you also put some of yourself, all oh, of it. All of it, yeah. You, you, it all comes from within. So, how does that match with being a very private person, not wanting to show people um, the inside world, and also manifesting that on quite a public stage? Mm-hmm. I think it's because it's um, a bit detached and romanticized. And almost, it's not the raw, true state because if it's a piece of art, it's always a bit detached mm-hmm. and re-represented rather than presented. So I find comfort in that. Yeah. yeah. So can you have you then molded the um, the songs in such a way that it kind of is abstracted from your own personal experience? Well, no, because it's extremely personal, but by representing it, by making it into an art, it doesn't, I detach myself from it in my real life. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I meant. So you kind of, by putting it out into the world, you can say, right, this is yeah. what I want to represent to the world and you can sort of make take a distance from that, from your own mm-hmm. personal experience, your own personal feeling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, because I, I was also reading your... Um, your Spotify promotional text, and and it says that, uh, well, I always find myself torn between what I naturally am and what I can shape myself into. The only love I have for myself is exploitation of my body. And that's quite an intriguing statement. Um, uh, It fits within what you've just said, but what do you mean by exploitation of your body? I mean, fully using myself as a tool, mm-hmm. uh, getting away from personal pleasures and using myself as a tool to create. Yeah, okay. So you, or you, your whole uh, goal is just to do everything you can to embody your music. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And not be worried about uh, seeking other diversions, uh, hedonistic pleasures. Yeah, exactly. So, the, is that what you mean by change your body? So, the, the title of your your album it's called "Change Your Body," and that fits in as well with that with that idea. Yeah, sure. It's a lot ha- about um, dehumanization of yourself, almost mm-hmm. in a way that uh, getting rid of the very mundane human feelings, actions, and needs to move on to something higher changing your body in a way that you literally shape yourself into what your idol is. You mm-hmm. make yourself what you want. You make yourself perfection. Because um, I 
I mean, I, I believe in perfection. Everyone says it's not possible, but I believe in it. Yeah, and certainly uh, whether you attain it or not doesn't really make any difference in the pursuit of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, one of the other things you, you also say here is you aim to represent a, a unified, globalized and genderless future. Um, and how do you see that uh, progressing? That's also about changing your body because mm. even now people can alter their bodies, not just, um, not just like surgery and stuff. Even when you post a photo, you can edit it. You yeah. really have more control of your representation. And I feel like... A lot of people are, in a way, like there's a lot of division, but I feel like in a way people have a better understanding of each other. There's like there's a sort of choice we have between being divided and unified. Mm -hmm. And I hope that we become unified completely. Uh, what you just said there uh, was quite intriguing that you think that people have a better idea of one another through a representation that they, this seems to be a bit of a, a contradiction. If I was representing myself in a certain way online, I can make my hair look really good and make my beard completely red rather than just a little bit of grey in there. You know, so I could do all sorts of things to present the image of, to the world that I want to present to the world. Um, but that doesn't mean that, in fact, the world or other people actually know less about me. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so how is that... Um, yeah, I think it's intriguing what you just said. I'm intrigued about what you what you mean by that. How you? Mm -hmm. Well, I think first of all, I think whatever you try to be, you are. So if yeah. you choose to present yourself in a certain way, it is you. But what I meant more is, that, I mean, that's kind of different things in a way that changing your body, yeah, you can do through technology, but also through the internet. There's a, there's obviously a new world and connection. Which has never existed before, and I feel like that's only going to be amplified in the near future, like a one mind almost. Okay, so if I uh, if I take that further, what you could then have is because you're actually projecting the person that you uh, see yourself as, uh, the person that you um, identify with. Uh, so let's say you put on, you've got an image, you've got a, a persona online and you identify more uh, with that person than the person that you look like, really. Then people can actually see what's inside rather than judging you on the aspect of your person in real life. Mm -hmm. yeah? yeah. So, I mean, I, I consider myself to still be like 30, you know. And, and a rock star, but actually, I'm, I'm kind of getting about 50, and things are starting to expand a little bit on the in the middle. Um, but that's not really the person that I feel like, mm -hmm. you know. So I could project myself in a much uh, in a different way online. Um, the way that I really feel in uh, that that I feel about who I am. Yeah, exactly. It's and then people can see me rather than the slightly thinning hair <laughs> thickening waistline uh, 50 year old uh, that I have become yeah you can you can really be yourself like it's yeah, yeah. you can be yourself that's kind of one <laughs> yeah yeah and and genderless is something that is quite high on the agenda at the moment and how do you feel about that I think labeling 
is always dangerous for advancement. Mm-hmm. So if no labels and if, I mean obviously I I do think that there are physical genders, but if mm-hmm. we move on towards uh, forgetting the physical mental, then there wouldn't be need for gender. There wouldn't be gendered minds. The best out of all, it wouldn't have the limitation. So what I was you were what I was saying is you have this idea of this gender identity, uh, and the the more we move away from identifying with a particular gender, the better we can become. We can come in contact with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the sort of the theme of your of your um, of your album, and in particular in uh, movie. I mean, movie particularly is exactly what um, we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. It's the shaping yourself and how you can actually change yourself. Also, wanting to appeal to people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not to be left out. So one thing difference between how how you can stay yourself while being liked by people. Yeah, and then have have you? Uh, what's your experience of that? Hmm. Well, this is the first proper pop song that I've made mm-hmm. in which I actually managed to stay authentic. So this is kind of an example of what it is that how I try to uh, make my way into the pop industry into music whatever while having an authentic uh, feel to it still so that's kind of how it went yeah so this is your first but this is not your first this is your first full album the album yes first full album under the name yeah oh, oh, under the under the name yeah mm-hmm. but you've also made other songs under different names or uh... yeah yeah i mean i mean i started making music i don't even know when like my whole life but i released music uh, probably in 2019, 18, mm-hmm. under another name, which is all removed now. Okay, yeah. Um, so that's that's not really uh, well. It's relevant. It's all relevant. But what I mean is that's not part of this uh, of your person, the person that you are now. This the uh, the artist to uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when you were writing, what are the uh, kind of the influences and the motivations for this album and this song? Um, not not any particular influences as much as, again, the, the feeling I have that I have to get it out and the almost restless ambition I have to do it. So there's no, I don't really feel motivated. I just feel like I, it's my duty to do it. Okay, so yeah, so it's more, it's uh, yeah, more of a duty than a, than a desire. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think about, I don't usually think about what I can get out of it. I just think that I have to get it out. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's sort of that's a nice, uh, nice soundbite, a nice soundbite, if you'd like. Huh? You're not worried about what you get out of it. You just got to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, don't ask what you're. Uh, What's the, what's the phrase? Don't ask your song for you. <laughs> Don't ask what your songs can do for you. Ask for what you can do for your songs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've done all of this. Is this a completely solo project or have you also had other people involved? It's mostly solo. I mean, I, 
I've written all the songs myself, but I have worked with producers and mixing, mastering people. And oh. I have one feature. You have one feature? Yeah, I have a rapper called Nerdtech. Ah, oh, okay. But you wouldn't want him in the zombie apocalypse. Actually, maybe him, yeah. I'll yeah? Such him. So how do you know this? How do you know him? Uh, through the internet. He reached mm -hmm. out to me like a year ago now. Because he said he liked my music and we made a song and it's one of the it's it's the song that makes me happiest that I've made. Others don't make me feel other things but not happy. Okay, and what which song is that then? Cult. Cult. Is this this is also on the album, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put that in the show notes. So this is the one that makes you happy. Makes you happy. Uh, okay. Um and you also did all of the, I mean, you recorded all the instruments and everything all, all yourself. Um, and how did that go? Actually, not very well, because I went, I went to a, a different city for two days to record it in the studio. Mm -hmm. the problem, because uh, when I came back to, to my town, I asked the guy from the studio to send me the files. And he could only send me files that were together, so I had no stems for anything. So all the mixing and mastering people I had to work with were very angry. Yeah, so you just got basically got all of the... Got, together in one. Well, stuck together in one. Well, that's not really easy to mix at all. You've got no... Uh... So what would you do in the future then? I, I would go to a different studio. <laughs> <laughs> well, you wouldn't consider recording your own music, or recording it yourself. I mean, I have, I have done before, and some of the songs I have also, but I, I, I don't like it. Uh, what? Why not? What's what do you, what don't you like? What's there not to like? Because I prefer going to studio. I, I like for me if if I have to record it by myself. Well, it's just more complicated. I make more mistakes. It's not as good as a professional. Okay. So you feel like you raise your game if you go to a, a professional studio. You yeah. take it more seriously. Yeah. Plus, it's a nice it's a nice time when you can go to a studio and make like a moment out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a bit um, also. Uh, it's a little bit contradictory to what you were saying earlier on about uh, striving for perfection and being yourself and having complete control over that. Um, that you need some kind of external factor, a studio, to make you perform as the best you can. Yeah, I mean, because I, I try to, but I can't physically do everything myself. And if I have yeah. people that are good, then I would, I will collaborate in order to make something good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can, it. Um, uh, I, I have the same feeling. Just not, it's, I think it's completely normal that we also uh, uh, increase our ability or we raise our uh, level uh, to the level of those around us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you see that in all fields. Uh, uh, in sport, you know, uh, if you are competing against the best, then you already... Or, or put a lot more effort in or you know it yeah. kind of takes you more seriously so um, not doing everything on your own mm -hmm. yeah I, you don't always 
yeah, I mean, I'm always learning how to, even with recording music, I'm learning how to record it well. But it's at the mm -hmm. moment where I can't do it at my best yet. I will use it. Yeah. yeah, okay. <clears throat> and um, uh, the, the, one of the things I, I, I noticed about this particular song and uh, about movie, um, there are a couple of things that strike me. Is one is uh it sounds a little bit like the intro sounds a little bit like uh smells like teen spirit from nirvana very sort of slowed down this slowed down riff i'm alive with a movie is that a group that you're very heavily influenced by or that kind of scene the grunge scene I mean, I never, I never connected movie to Nirvana. <laughs> I never heard of but um, no, obviously, I've been. I think most people have been yeah. influenced by them. I have, yeah, I have also quite a lot. Not, not made, not definitely not intentionally, but yeah, it's a band I listen to. Yeah, that's why I get influenced. Yeah, because think, yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, because also sounds a little bit like. Um, Kind of the maybe you know the band Garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this this very kind of uh, I would say kind of dirty rather than muddy. It's like kind of a grimy sound to, to the album. And is that? Hmm? Yeah. Some of some of that is because I recorded some of the songs myself. So experience <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, is it uh, that was going to be my question? Is it uh, a specific style choice? This this kind of grimy sound, or is it um, something that you inherited because the mixing the the recording wasn't done very well, or you didn't get the sound uh, files that you wanted to? Yeah. No. It's it's not a choice. It just happens to be yeah. that. But it kind of it works. A bit. Yeah. It ends. So it's not too bad. So it's not too bad. And are you gonna? Would you carry on doing that kind of music, or do you think if I was going to do something else, then uh, I would completely change the style for a next I, recording? For next, I have no idea what I will do. I mean, I can't imagine, but I do think that it will be cleaner. Yeah. Just to be, I have better opportunities now. Talking about uh, about potential future releases. And before we get on to that, I mean, despite the uh, uh, the problems you had with the studio and not providing you the stems, do you really feel like that song or the whole album has really produced the best idea, the best production of your idea that you had? Has it turned out as well as you wanted it to? Yes, actually. Uh, yeah. Some of the songs I was surprised how much because I worked with producers that I've never worked with before, yeah. and I told them which instruments I wanted and how I wanted the production, and it was even better than I could have imagined. Yeah, and so you're saying about you wanted the instruments? Did you play the instruments yourself then? Half half of the instruments I played, the other half uh, producers. Oh, okay, and which which half did you play? I mean, are you talking about the album or? Oh, well, uh, particularly, well, specifically movie, but uh, with the whole album as well. Yeah, on movie, I played the piano. That's the, mm -hmm. there's only piano, the beat and the vocal. So I did the vocals and piano. And the and piano. 
I actually got from this guy who was very rude to me and online. <laughs> but he made this tweet, so I, I, got, I just got it for free. For the, okay. And he gave it to me for the song, but he said something like, you know, actually your music is technically not right. And only great musicians can break the rules of music. Mm, yeah, right, okay. What a load of bollocks. Well, I got the beat, so... I wanna be the star I'm in love with the movie Wanna see me on the back screen I don't wanna be a groupie, yeah I wanna be the star How do people like us die? How do people like us die? I mean, you know, in music, you've got to have a good reason to not do the what that everybody else is doing. But just yeah. because it's not the same as anybody else doesn't mean that it's rubbish. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Even, or probably it's even better. There are some moments where you make a mistake. But if it's an intentionally not if it's intentionally not there where it's supposed to be, if that's intentional and it's supposed to be like that, then it's good. I mean, if it's just because you can't play properly and you're always missing the beat, then you know it's time to get some practice in. Yeah. But if it's intentional, then it's art. You know, then it's your expression of this is how I want it to sound. Yeah, no, for sure the intention is important, but thing is a lot of people wouldn't realize sometimes like even even you said that my music sounded a bit dirty yeah it's not something that was intentional but someone might say that it is and it adds something i'm trying to be a bit careful with it. it's not really dirty if it sounds like that's the sound you want to have in there it sounds it fits with the kind of theme of the song as well it's kind of yeah, I say yeah. grimy rather than, yeah, it's, it's that sound. It's not clean, it's not perfect, it's not poppy. It's, it represents something that's, I think, fragile, mm -hmm. uh, that, that's, not, that's not happy or, or light-hearted. There's, there's some soul-searching going on there, so it fits very well with the, with the song. Yeah, I mean, at the moment when I was making it, I didn't think at all about the quality actually this is one of the first songs i recorded yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no okay so that, that part of also part of the process eh? mm -hmm. is where we all are it's getting it out there learning and doing getting closer every time to the ideal mm -hmm. or your i your original idea so does this product this this song the album as well match your idea of what it was going to be like yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah. the only thing is there's been a slight issue with the order of the songs yeah the so there's one song that should have been in a different place which really bothers me because it's it's not the way it was meant to be but mm -hmm. the is it came out perfectly it's exactly what i intended to do Talking about what's new for you, I mean, this is obviously the newest thing. So when this podcast goes out, it will be only, I think, two weeks uh, old that your uh, album has been out. So, so what else is going? What else are you going to be doing to promote this uh, this album? I'm going to be working on a lot of music videos. Mm -hmm. I have a I have a sister in Berlin, a family member who owns a theatre and film company. 
I'm going over to Berlin in sometime in January, and I'm going to film a lot for the album. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice. And uh, where are we going to be able to see that? On a, do you have a YouTube page? or? I have a YouTube channel. It's Yeah, Y-A. I'll find it, and I'll put a link on the, in the show notes so that people can just click on it and, and, and watch it. Because you're going to be doing quite a lot of video work. And yeah. which of the songs is going to be the first one that is going to be in video? Do we know? Do you know that already? I think I think I do. I have two songs, oh. which uh, I think that would be the easiest to film, and the the ones that would fit to be filmed in Berlin. Uh, and they are uh, family on the album and Je le Jour. That's is that a new song? That's from the album. Yeah. Oh. And they're going to be uh, they're going to be they're going to be filming those in January, and then they'll be coming out at some point. Yeah. Uh, as soon as somewhere. I can, probably late January, early February. Oh, as quickly as that. Do you do, you do any live shows or not? Um. At, well, at the moment, no. I used actually. I was doing live shows. Uh, sometime in well, in the summer, then in the autumn, and last show I did was stopped by the police because of restrictions. You're living in Spain, yeah. I, you said. Yeah, it's quite strict. Yeah, yeah. Over there. So, how is it at the moment? Because I believe you can't even go outside of your own district or something like that. No, you, yeah, you you can't leave your like your area. Like it's I don't like a state would be like you can't leave a certain area. But there's there's places that are open, but yeah, from live shows, definitely not. Okay, so you can't go. So you uh, you're, you're pretty locked in yeah. at the moment. So so you're going to concentrate a lot more on making music. Yeah, I mean, on the promotion of the album, I will be filming a lot. I mean, because I can't do live shows, I will just re do recorded, filmed live shows. Yeah. Oh, can you do that in Berlin as well? That you just uh, what kind of play back to your own song or yeah, and then do a kind of a yeah live. Can you play it live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, if you've got a beat, you've got a piano. I guess you can sing a movie live. Yeah, I can't do I can't do all the instruments on every song because it's like on some songs there's like five yeah. instruments playing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I can I can just play the instrumentals and play half of the instrumental myself and sing. Yeah, which is also a bit of a problem if you've got, which would be really nice if you had the original stems, eh? because then you could just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, just just play the, the parts that you're not uh, able to play, accompany those yeah. on the piano or with the vocals. So uh, it's also a, a, a bit of a nuisance not having all those stems. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So uh, the next thing is, are there only uh, shout-outs or uh, merchandise we can uh, interest people in apart from the videos, obviously, which is going to be something that uh, is coming out quite soon. But where else are there, Where else can we find you on the uh, on the internet? Uh, on all, well, I'm on all social media. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, same name. Yeah, so it's pretty. Mm -hmm. And the main focus right now is the album. 
So I want people to hear it. Okay, and is the album already on Spotify? That we that will be out on the eighth. No, it's it's on Spotify. It released early. Oh, you released it early, so it's already out. It's already on Spotify, Apple, and all of the yeah. other streaming platforms. Mm-hmm. So, as the last thing before we uh, we uh, round up, is do you have a favorite new song for? Our other listeners, for anybody, what's the songs that you think this is what we should be listening to in lockdown time? Of my own, or... uh, of your own, of anybody's. Uh, so the songs that you're listening to at the moment, the things you think this is uh, the soundtrack of your life at this moment. Right. Well, that's a lot. I mean, there's an artist called <laughs> there's an artist called Diving Station ninety five, and. Uh, yeah, they have this song. Uh, me and my, can I swear? You can swear. Me and my fucked up body, uh, which also fits with your idea of change your body or or not. Uh, it can, <laughs> it can, sure. Can, but it's not. Diving station ninety five. Me and my fucked up body. Um. Uh. Anything else that you think? Uh, that fits in with what you're doing at the moment or just makes you feel happy or sad or whatever? Uh, well, I've been listening to a lot of Betty Davis. Like, oh, like. okay. <laughs> but I have. But, I mean, when I'm making music, I try not to listen to other artists. So I, I kind of yeah. stopped for a while. And I've just been listening to artists that I know. You know personally or just you know in general? Personally. Because I find it inspiring. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally, I mean through the internet. Yeah, I know what you mean, but people that you actually have contact with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're saying Nurtech? Nurtech is the one I did a feature with. Yeah. Also, uh, Animene. Is the one I'm going to have a feature with, probably. Ah, are they are they also on the NAS list or not? Uh, no. The new artist spotlight. No. no. So you know them from somewhere else. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to say that you think you that I have missed, or that you think, and this is what I really need to get into the podcast? No, I think I'm happy because I. Uh, I mean, the main focus is the album. The album's been discussed. I don't want to distract. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, in that case, all that remains to be said, I think, is thank you very much for turning up and uh, and uh, taking part in the interview, and uh, wish you a lot of luck on the uh, on the album. We hope you enjoyed this podcast and that you come away with an appreciation of the creative process and, more importantly, have found your new favourite song. All of the songs featured in the show are in our Spotify playlist, the Enron's New Favourites, and you can find all the links mentioned in the podcast in the show notes below. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to help us to continue making and growing the podcast as well as releasing new music, then you can either buy us a coffee or become a regular patron. See the show notes for details. You can also help out by leaving a rating and a review on iTunes 
and that really helps to increase visibility for us and for the artists on the show and will benefit us much more than it will be a pain for you. Next week, I'll be talking to Dean Schweitzer of Tidal Wave on the importance of integrity and deliberate action in life and in music with his satirical hard rock anthem, Deadhead. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Yeah, I need to feel like myself I need to feel like myself Yeah, I need to feel like myself I need to feel I need to feel like myself